Welcome to C3 Church Tugra. You're about to hear a message from Andrew Flaxman. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. title of my message this morning is what is the church uh we talk about the church we we come to the church uh we 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 give we sow we we commit our lives but what is uh the church so let's read here from uh the book of acts if you have your bibles chapter 2 uh and verse 40 i think charlie's up to i think it's seven or eight scriptures yeah and we uh we get him to who did that when they were young uh bible verses and uh, who can, who can remem- memorize scriptures? Anyone? And I love memorizing scriptures. I just think it's a great thing to do. And so we uh, bribe them every night. If you can remember this, you get that. And uh, you're surprised. And uh, we play one off the other. And uh, no, no, we don't. We do, actually. But, uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's so, it's pro- this is probably bad parenting. But, um, you know, when, when one's in trouble, we get the other one to run and get the wooden spoons. Like, vroom, vroom, they're back. It's like, how did that, wow. And, uh, you know, it's like we use like a double-edged sword. It's like proving to one why you shouldn't, you know. And uh, I'm sure there's going to be emails about that. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, it's fun. Isn't it fun? It just, you got to have fun with, you know, why have, well, last night, uh, we love Star Wars. Who loves Star Wars? And uh, we, uh, we, Kylo Ren. Who loves Kylo Ren? Love that guy. And uh, who's seen Star Wars 7? Come on. Anyone? Who hasn't seen it wants to see it? I'm going to talk about it. Anyone? Uh, no one? Uh, I tell you. No, yeah, that's right. If you haven't seen it, you don't want to see it. Because it's about my favorite all-time Star Wars hero, without a doubt, Han Solo. Oh, love that guy. Anyone? Han Solo. Oh, he's so good. And uh, so number seven hurt me because uh, Han Solo died. He died. He's gone. And uh, yeah, I asked the question. No one put their hand up. And uh, Han Solo. Yeah. Anyway, you can, it's on. I tell you, I didn't, I didn't, I don't think I, you know, I didn't unleash any truth just then. It's been around for how long have we seen this? Han Solo dies, and uh, he's definitely my favorite. Uh, did you just call me Solo? No. And uh, anyway, so we love to watch that as a family, and uh, the girls zone in and out. But, uh, and then we sort of quiz the kids on, so, you know, Anakin Skywalker's this guy, and then, you know, Luke's, who's this guy? And we get all the, you know, that's a star. Yeah, you get a star for that. <laughs> Come with me to uh, Book of Acts, and it's got to be the best movie. It's got to be the best. It's got to be the best movie of all time. Isn't it? What's your favorite movie? It's got to be Star Wars. <laughs> Isn't it? Got to be. I, oh, okay. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. <laughs> got to be. Those two. I, I'm not even, you know, Young Guns. One, anyway, favorite movie. What's your favorite movie? Someone. Expen- yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> just one. <laughs> not two. Just one. Uh, that is a good movie. Uh, I remember watching it, and the girls go, what was that about? I, go, I don't know, but it was awesome. 
Yeah, Expendables. Come with me. It says uh, Acts chapter 2, verse 40. And uh, we only got one movie out of that. No other movies? Book of Eli. Okay. Bit of Denzel. Yeah. Is that Den- Bit of Denzel? Yeah. Come with me. Let's, let's read this. I've been trying to. It says, And with many others' words he testified and exhorted them. This is Acts chapter 2, verse 40, saying, uh, Be saved from this perverse generation. Verse 41. Uh, then those who gladly received his word were baptized, and that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. Verse 42, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine, in fellowship and the breaking of bread and in prayers. What a powerful verse. Verse 43, then fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Verse 44, now all who believed were together and had all things in common and sold their possessions and goods and divided them among all as everyone had need. Verse 46, so continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart. Verse 47, praising God and having favor with all the people and the Lord added to the church daily those who were being added, uh, being, being saved. Verse, what, what an incredible, what an incredible uh, snapshot or uh, you know, window into what the church actually is. This morning, uh, I just want to focus on uh, seven points. If you have a notepad or uh, whatever you need to do, uh, I just want to talk about seven things of what the church actually is. Uh, number one, it says here that they continued steadfastly. Point number one of what is the church, it's they. Uh, the church isn't one family. The church isn't one man. The church isn't one uh, you know, one person or one leader. Who knows that the church is they? Didn't say he continued or the, the apostle continued or that couple continued or, uh, you know, th- this leader continued. Point number one is that they continued uh, steadfastly. Uh, it says here in Acts chapter 2, verse 1, uh, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, uh, they all with one accord in one place. They were all with one accord in one place. Jesus prayed, he said, our Father. When Jesus prayed, he could have said, my Father. He could have said, uh, you know, uh, it's all about me. Uh, but when Jesus prayed in Matthew chapter 6, the Lord's Prayer, he prayed, our Father. What is the church? The church is they. The church is our. Point number one. Point number two. Uh, what is the church? The church is apostles' doctrine and teaching. Um, I once met a Christian a little while ago, and I said, oh, I love church. I love being a Christian. I love God. Uh, yeah, the Bible. I'm not really into the Bible. Uh, you know, yeah, I sort of, you know. And I went, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, good luck, I think. Yeah, I mean, you know. But what is the church? It's, it's about reading God's Word together. It's about you know, as much as we can, getting God's word to, to feed on, to feed on. And we can feed on a thousand other things. We can feed on New Idea or Woman's Weekly or, you know, Instagram. Just keep scrolling. You know, my friend is in Hawaii and then he's over here and then he's there. And then he, you know, oh my gosh, I, you know, but the Bible, what did the new church do? They fed on God's word. Um, feed yourself on the Bible. Don't feed yourself on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, I don't even check Facebook. Who, who checks Facebook? Anyone do that any day? Uh, of course, yep. And uh, anyway, I was going to say something, but, I, but, I, but I, uh, point number two. Uh, who, you know, who's, doesn't matter. All right. Who, who's, I'm so grateful a lot of the time that people can't actually think what I hear, what, that they don't know what I'm thinking, you know, in your conversation. 
And you go, hey, how are you going? And, they, and you go, good. And what have you been doing? And they tell you. And in your mind, you're thinking something else. And that's great. Wow, good on you. That's amazing. Good luck. See ya. And then you might go, wow, that guy is, you know, he's crazy. Anyway, point number two, doctor and teaching. Imagine if they could, imagine people could read your mind when you're having conversations with them. It's like, oh, no. And uh, not everyone, not in this church, of course, never, ever, but... Uh, you know, point number two, and I think we've got some. Uh, I think we've got some things up there, Ellie. Uh, apostles teaching. What I love, I love C three. I love the C three culture, and uh, whatever you can do to 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 submerge yourself. Uh, I read. I read that. What's the next one? Uh, Phil Pringle's got amazing books out, and uh, it's it's so great. To the one of the ones I'm reading right now. I read the Bible. I'm also reading other books. Uh, is the last one, uh, next one across, is the book on prayer by uh, Pastor Jürgen. Uh, if you if you re- read read as much as you can, but if you have never read that book, it's uh, Push, Pray Until Something Happens. It's a book about prayer and is unbelievable. I encourage you to, to you can get it for like $14 uh, and it's so simple to read it, so easy to read it. And uh, so I love, I love, we well, down at the national conference last week, uh, in the Gold Coast, and I love the C3 culture. I just love the, who they are and, and what it's about. So point number two, apostles' teaching and doctrine. And we can read a thousand books, and we should. We should read the Bible. Of course we should. Uh, but we have such great resource within the C3 culture that it's, uh, it, you know, fill your mind with, with who we are. Point number three, uh, who is the church? Uh, it's fellowship. Uh, it says here, uh, that they continued in the apostles' teaching and in fellowship. Who knows that we've been designed to, to hang out with one another? We've been designed to, to, to commune with one another. Uh, we're, we're not Rambos. Uh, who loves that movie? Won't be enough body bags. Anyone? And, uh, you know, when they send him into the, you're going to send 200 men up into that hill. You won't, you know, what's he say? You need a good supply of body bags. And he slams the, yeah, Rambo. And, uh, but we're not Rambos. We're not Lone Rangers. You know, we're not the guys, you know, on the steel horse I ride, the guy that, you know, just, where are you going to go, Rambo? Well, I don't know, but, you know. No, we've been designed to be together. We've been designed to be a community of people that hangs out. Point number three is that we fellowship. What's so funny? You're killing me. Uh, bon Jovi. Love Bon Jovi. Uh, one of, <laughs> bon Jovi, one of my top five movies is Young Guns 1 and 2, Milo Estevez, Billy the Kid. Who knows those ones? I love, I love that. Anyway, uh, Mighty Ducks, lame. But, uh, <laughs> caught ya. But no, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> lame. Uh, but Young Guns 1 and 2, phenomenal. Billy the Kid, Milo. And uh, that is Bon Jovi, Mr. Mr. Jovi. Psalm 34 says, I will bless the... You wouldn't call him John Bond. You'd call him Mr. Jovi. Uh, Psalm 34 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Uh, when we hang out with people, don't rip on other people. Build people up. Don't, be, don't have, uh, you know, that person's this and that person's that. No, when we're fellowshipping, point three, his praise shall continually be on my Lift people up. You know, when we're, we're talking about people, they're not there. Don't say, oh, this guy's a so-and-so. No, you know, say how amazing they are. It says, point uh, number two in Psalm 34, my soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Verse three, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. We're designed to be together. I mean, we can praise the Lord by ourselves, but isn't it so powerful and so great to be able to praise his name together? 
Well, you know, we can, we can, I can go into my backyard and praise as much as I want and, you know, exalt God's name. And I do, and it's amazing. But it's so powerful to be able to have one another shoulder to shoulder to, to lift up the Lord's name together. Point three, fellowship. Uh, what is the church? Point number four is that they, uh, to break bread together. Uh, we can hang out. Um, and do all, or do all that. But point number four is to actually break, have a meal together. I wrote in my notes, take your shirt off and have a meal. Uh, you know, to let your wall, Doug just put his hand out. What? Hang on, I'm writing that. You know, take, the, let your walls down. You know, when we're having a, sometimes we like to hang out on a Sunday, but we've got our Sunday, you know, this is who I am, and I got my this on, and I got that on, and I'm all this, and I'm, you know, all that, and don't, you know, that when you sort of, you take your shirt off, everyone goes, well, that guy's got like a thing, you know, but it's like you, you can't hide anything. I'm saying, when we break bread together, let the walls down. You know, be who you are. Uh, let people know who you are. Don't be the person pr- pretending to be someone else all the time. Don't be that guy. That, that guy is, is a nightmare. Who am I to these people? Who am I to that person? Oh, what did I say to that person? Oh, who am I to, you know, so, oh, no, just be who you are and, and break bread together. Take your walls down and, and fellowship, but then hang out together and break, you know, go on holidays together. Have a smile, to laugh, you know, jokes together. And uh, be who I be loved and uh, love and be loved by others. Break bread together. It says here in Acts 2, verse 46. So continuing daily with one accord. Uh, when I said take a shirt off, that's not women. Women, and it's, it's not even literal, it's metaphorically. Don't, uh, you know, don't come around and go, hey, yeah, what's this? You know, and uh, get if you want. But, uh, you know, just, I'm trying to say, be real. Be who you are. Don't hide, don't pretend that you, you're all that. Acts 2, 46, it says, So continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart. Love that. Breaking bread together. Uh, had a meal uh, the other day with Ra. What a great guy, Ra is. Such a great guy. And uh, just to be able to sit and you chew and you talk and you get a coffee and you do this. And, you know, it's like a bond. It creates a bond between people to break, break bread. Now, what is the church? We, break, we, we hang out. Of course, we hang out. But at the same time, we eat together. We, we commune together. We have a meal together. It's like a bond, isn't it, when you, when you sit around a table with somebody? Why, what is that? I don't know. Um, someone told me that they reckon all the early church apostles were like big, fat guys because all they did was eat and uh, hung out house to house and just, yeah, that's more like, yeah, yeah. And uh, anyway, I don't know if that's true or not. Point number five. Could be. I don't know. Uh, people always tell you these awesome facts, and you go, yeah, cool, right. And uh, point number five, uh, what is the church? It's prayer, fresh, real, and powerful. Without prayer, so far, we're Rimby United Soccer Club. We're, we're hanging out, we love each other, we're real. But without prayer, it's, there's no power. It says here, uh, without prayer, we are powerless. Uh, the only thing Jesus regularly did uh, was to disenfranchise himself from the fray and be found in prayer. The, you'll find the only thing that Jesus regularly did when he was, you know, when you read about through the Bible, the only thing he regularly did was he, he was alone in prayer, found himself, rose early, uh, you know, did this, did that. It says here, Phil Pringle wrote one of his books, we need to emerge from prayer with power on us. Uh, you know, uh, we need a power on us. Well, who are we? The church. We need to be clothed with a power. 
Uh, it says here in Ephesians 6.10, put on the whole armor of God. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand against the wiles of the devil. Verse 12 says, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities against powers against rulers of this age you know that when we pray there's two types of prayer there's we can commune with god we can you know like a father and his son or we could commune but then the second one uh it's like a warfare prayer it's like you know the bible says here in ephesians 6 10 to put on the armor you know so if i'm going on a, a date or something like that and you go you nearly ready and i go yep and i come out and, you know my armor on chink you know, they go, what do you, you know, it's like, you know, uh, uh, it's two different types of relationship. You can commune with, you know, if me and Jill go on a date, I'm not going to wear my armor out on a date. But if I go into war, if, if I'm going to pray, uh, you know, there's a time where I actually need to, to the Bible says, to, we wage war against here, not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. And how that uh, we're, there's two different types. We're, we're, we're called to, it says here, we pray from the practical realm through the warfare zone to the heavenly zone. I've got three points. It says uh, there's a practical zone, uh, there's a warfare zone, and there's a heavenly zone. So what we do is we're in the practical zone right now. And then what happens is there's the warfare zone, which is like uh, intimidation, discouragement, fear, all these things. We pray through that as we, as we fight, as we pray. We pray through that zone and we get into the heavenly zone. When we're in the heavenly zone, uh, it talks about we get revelations, we get dreams, we get visions. That's where the creative space is. What, what's the battle for us as a church is that we're in the practical zone right now, but we have to fight through a realm to get into the heavenly zone. Why? Because once we get into that space, the Bible says, on earth as it is in heaven, as we're in that zone, we can start to say words, hey, I see this, hey, I, we can start to declare what God says for our lives and, 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 and what happens is that it actually becomes, we bring the heavenly zone into our practical zone. So we go from the practical, we fight through, who knows that everything's coming against you to stop praying. They don't want, the, you know, the devil knows that as soon as you go to pray that it, there's going to be an attack on him. And he's going to push back on that. He doesn't want you to pray. doesn't want you to actually put your phone down, turn it off for 20 minutes and go and pray. And he, he knows that. Once we go from here, we, go, we fight through there. We get into the heavenly zone where God has given us all these things. And as we're in this zone, we speak it down. And what happens is that the heavenly zone becomes the practical zone. And we get to speak uh, what we need. It comes down. We step, uh, what we, what we, we create there comes down into our world. Is that, is that okay? It says, on earth as it is in heaven. It says, therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand the evil uh, take up withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand it says point number six uh who are we as a church uh it says many signs and wonders were done through the apostles signs and wonders point six who we are as a church is signs and wonders we're, we're a church of miracles we're not a church that is said oh we're not the bible says here you acts 1 8 you shall receive power when the holy spirit has come upon you it says, you shall receive power. Not the preacher, not the pastor, not the worship leader. The Bible says in Acts 1 that you shall receive power. Who are we? We're a church of signs and wonders. Where, you know, I, I believe that when we pray for people, when we lay hands on people, the power of God flows through us 
and can actually change a life. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. I love that verse. Uh, you know, it's not about me. It doesn't say you shall receive power when you've prayed 40 days and you've fasted 40 days and you've really worked hard and you've read your Bible in six months. And You know, no, the Bible says here in Acts, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. It's so powerful to be able to pray and to get God to come upon you. You know, you find that things just somehow just click into place when you make creative space or a, a time uh, to, to actually get with the Lord. You know, whether you wake up early or you stay up late or you, you know, you go for a walk or whatever you need to do. But, you know, we are a church of signs and wonders. We are a church where miracles happen. We are a church where heaven and earth connect and meet it says uh, i wrote down here be bold step out and pray for somebody in the street when was the last time you actually were in the street someone had a need and you prayed for them uh hey i'm just really going through this hard time well let me just pray for you and when was the last you know when was the last time it says here in isaiah 40 verse 30 preaching to me too said those uh, but those who wait on the lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings like eagles they shall run and not be weary they shall walk and not faint those who wait on the lord you know it's um one of the hardest things for our time is to actually wait. We don't like to wait. It's like we're always got to be here. We've got to be there. When was the last time you... It's so powerful when Dave said, hey, I was going to do a moment where we just pause and we reflect on God. I'm like, oh, wow. Like this is, you know, because we've got to be here. We've got to be there. And, you know, those who wait on the Lord, why are we in such a rush? I believe that the devil's always trying us to, you know, get us to go here, to get us to go there. We have to be here by, you know, we have to go now. And now that we're here, we've got to rush home. Who's like that? Now we're, now we're, we're here, now we've got to go that way. And then and when we're driving, we're going 100 miles. Why are we going that far? I don't know. We've got to, you know. And uh, you can always tell the Christians are on a Sunday morning because they're the ones that are, you know, whoa, who's that guy? And uh, if you weren't going to church on a Sunday morning, it'd be like a relaxing drive, wouldn't it? Let's just go for a nice Sunday morning drive. And there's this big, you know, guy behind you trying to get around, you know, giving you... No, he doesn't do that. But um, those who wait on the Lord, uh, there's a power in waiting. It's frustrating. Waiting's frustrating. Waiting, waiting feels like you should be doing something else, doesn't it? It's like the opposite of, the opposite of what we think is I should call that person. I should email that person. I should do this. Uh, but God says here that those who wait, oh, that's just tough. We're not designed, we feel like we're, you know, it goes against everything that we are, isn't it? To wait and sit and pray and believe God for something when we feel like we should be doing something else. Wait on the Lord. And it says in last point, uh, I might get the band up if we can. The last point, and maybe my favorite point, I don't know, point number seven, uh, praising God and having favor with all the people. Uh, it says here in Luke chapter 2, verse 52, Jesus increased in wisdom and stature in favor with God and man. I like that. It says Jesus increased in wisdom. If Jesus increased in wisdom, guess what? Maybe I can increase in wisdom as well. James says if you ask God for wisdom, he will give you wisdom. And it says in stature, in favor with God and man. Jesus didn't just increase in favor with God, but he actually increased in favor with God and with and with man and it wasn't just about him having favor with god i believe that as the church as people as as our church being a part of our church as being the church that we have favor with other people 
You know, we're not the people that walk through the street and they go, oh, no, there's, there's those C3 church. Oh, no, you know, it's the opposite. Jesus says here, Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and favor with man. We're not favored just with man, not favored just with God. It's a favor with God and man that when people who don't know the Lord see us, like there's like, oh, man, you're, you're awesome. You're incredible. Not that guy ripped me off. That guy is a Christian, but he, you know, he didn't pay his thing. He ripped me. You know, no, that we would increase with favor with God and man. That, uh, you know, there'd, there'd be a favor on our lives that when, when people bump into us, it'd be like, wow, man, you know, we're bold enough to actually step out and pray for them. You know, that people are hurting. Uh, people are out there that they, they, they got their show on. They got their Sunday best on. They look like they got it all together. But who knows that there are people out there that are hurting. And uh, God has given us favor from heaven uh, to give favor out to those as well. Uh, that we can be a blessing to others. It's not all about me. You know, this is great. It's all about me. What I can get out of this deal or what can I get out of that deal? What can I get out of this guy? No, the Bible says that Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and he increased in favor with God and with men. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3talgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.